We all have circumstances in our lives that challenge us. Get Made with Greg Harris. It might just save your life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Get Made Show with Gregory Harris. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Greg Harris here with the Get Made Show, broadcasting to you live from Hollywood, California. My name is Greg Harris, a.k.a. G. Blackwell, and I'm your host for the show. As I said, we're broadcasting live in Hollywood, California, and I want to thank any and everyone that was able to join us today, that's able to join us right now, and for anyone that is um, able to listen to the podcast later of the show, which uh, goes up in all the stores and all the platforms and so forth uh, the following day, for the most part. Uh, we're on BBS presently right now, streaming live. BBS Radio uh, happens to be the largest internet radio streaming network out there and i'm on channel one which i'm more than happy and very proud to you know to be a part of that station (laughs) big moves are being made uh again want to welcome anyone that can join us live today presently watching our rams play the san francisco 49ers and uh with the quiet screen on here and on mute and (laughs) we're unbeaten so hopefully we can continue that drive. And shout out to our Los Angeles Dodgers and LeBron James for the Lakers. So we have sports again here. Everything's clicking within our sports department here in Los Angeles. So we're happy. Normally I start the show off talking about things that are going on in the city, so forth, uh, such as the shootings and the crimes that I may have heard, the stories that I may have heard on my local station here in Los Angeles. But this week I had a you know, we had the same old uh, occurrences here in the streets of Los Angeles and Hollywood and so forth. But this was a special week for me this week. I get to see something huge, in my opinion, of course, as with just about everything on the show. One of my daughters, Alexis, a shout out to her. She took me to see the Drake Migos concert this week. This past week. And I'll tell you something. I had a great time there. It infused me. Uh, It was spectacular. The guy is very powerful, magnetic. He knows how to deliver his message. Um, He's smart, articulate. I liked all those things. Uh, He had the way with the women. And I just liked the way how he uh, just controlled, you know, the crowd, the way he engaged back and forth with the crowd, certain people sitting down, and whether they were set up to do that with him or not, it seemed genuine to me, but just the fact how he was, you know, expressing and showcasing his bigness, because that's, I mean, he's the largest entertainer as far as rap and R&B and all that stuff in the world right now, as far as I know. So... As amongst other large, you know, entertainers out there and artists and so forth, which, you know, I love that stuff. Simply because I'm an artist myself on Spotify and the G Blackwell, like the mammal. And uh, I'll tell you something. 
I'm proud to be on there and um, fascinated that I'm able to uh, do something that uh, that qualifies to be on Spotify and Apple. I don't know. I like Spotify a lot better than Apple. I think our Apple's much larger, of course. You know, we're talking about making an Apple car, as I was talking about in one of the, the previous shows. That's huge. Next thing you know, they'll be going to the moon. But Spotify has a better display. You know, just, I don't know. Maybe it's the background and the way this all the songs pop up and, you know, more colorful, I would imagine. I think it's the background. But I like the way that it's set up and how they give you uh, the new artists and so forth. So I'm on there, and I listen to that quite a bit. Uh, I was just playing the system in the background you know, prior to the show coming on. And, uh, you know, anytime I can uh, take the advantage of displaying my music, whether it's to a friend or foe. So being that I have the uh, platform here, I'll take it from time to time to give you a bar or two. So, yeah, that's the thing I like to do. But on with the news. Uh, for me, for this week, as I said, the Migos, and, uh, which are a great group as well. Well, you know, sitting there with my daughter looking at the concert, a few things went through my mind while I was enjoying the concert, of course. The Migos up there. Whether you like them or hate them, uh, dislike them or appreciate them or not, I look. I, what hit me instantly was the Temptations, and I told my daughter they're no different from the Temptations because they're up there together. They're a group. They're up there together. They seem to be in harmony with each other. I mean, that's, that's what I got. That was my take from the show, and uh, they were up there together performing and it was a big deal and it's no different from any other huge group you know one of the largest groups out there who happened to be opening for drake so that was a big thing for the crowd to be going crazy for the migos because they are you know huge rap group out there but for them to be opening up for drake so you can imagine the build up with the people in the audience it's just a good thing it's a good vibe it's a good feeling i gotta tell you i don't mind saying it either and of course everything i see on this show is opinionative and for anyone that want to call in you know and discuss anything regarding my opinions or your own it's 888-627-6008 it's a live toll-free number 888-627-6008 while we're doing the live show and as i was saying uh i don't mind saying to you and sharing this with you you know my beliefs in this regard i believe the beat and rap music can help you not only stay alive and live longer, but it can help you also look at life differently. If you, if in my, what I'm saying is the way, I, well, the way for me anyway, I look at it without with an opinion on who's doing it or whatever. This it's it's just for today. But I have to, it's not the music, I have to ask myself, am I for today? <laughs> it's not the music at all. Am I, personally, Greg, are you for today? Because if you're for today, it'll be a lot easier for you, Greg, to adapt to today's 
I just go out and say thinking. Although I'm talking about music. So, Greg, are you ready for today? It's not about the music for of today. Are you ready for today and the things that are going on today? Not back in your day, but to this day. Again, as we do on every show, it's just thereabouts. Ambulance. And for anyone that's listened before, you know, I like to say, say a prayer because you never know. They may be in response to someone who's really under it, man. I mean, may have a life-threatening situation going on. Every time I hear a siren, that's the first thought coming to my mind. I got that from my mom, rest in peace. So, I mean, that's my feeling on the, on the music, on the rap music. Music as a whole, but I'm going to specify rap music in this case. And it's the beat for me. It's the beat. And I would imagine that's why a lot of Zumba classes and a lot of other exercise classes adopt that. Different type of beats in rap music that can make you move. They'll help you move. They'll assist you in moving. That'll allow you to move. It really works. And the reason why I feel that it works is I can feel it. It's not someone told me. I didn't read it. You know, I... The way I glean that is I, I can feel it, and it's how I know. So, much appreciative to hear that thing. I'm a beat guy myself, not, you know, for an old man. Not that I actually make beats, but I can hear them. I can hear them, and then when I actually hear them or hear one, I'll know if that particular beat is for me or not. And if I can put something with it as an artist and, I, and, you know, and I'm grateful that I have that skill to be able to do that. And I, you know, I can just go at will. And for an, as I said, for an older guy, I'm pretty proud to be able to do that on a non nonsense level, you know, on a non uh, like no, I'm like not on the joke level. You know, so my content is very important to me. And I thought I'd share that because for anyone that's, you know, exercising, I feel like we have to exercise the body, mind, as well as the spirit. So I feel that rap music in it particular is part of that. It can allow me to express myself in, in maybe all of those ways, actually, but mainly physically. Because it gives me a feeling, you know, I'm able to move on it, whether I'm working out or just thinking or writing. Or driving, so it's a thing. So it's you know it's a thing that I I allow in, and I don't allow it in with the negative verse and the negative stuff he's saying. Cause you can't fill me up and change me up like that with what you're saying. I can pat my feet, like uh. I mean, you got the people who are making these artists millionaires and multimillionaires through their music. They don't give a damn if they wrote it. Are they real? Are you a studio gangster? Did you kill some people? Are you faking? Or what? Did it sound good? And is he an artist? What's the look? Where is he playing? If I like him or not? That's what they're going to go on. And the people who are judging and, and, and keeping all the dissension out there regarding music, they aren't, look, they aren't putting anything towards the artist's millions. They aren't. They're not the ones who are buying the tickets or who are downloading you know, the plays on Apple and Spotify and so forth. They're just not. 
That's just the way it is. And I don't have to go any further than that. So that's the thing. And it's like I'm, I'm, I go to ma the majority of these concerts as far as taking people to them, many from Leonardo DiCaprio on down, as far as an actor. I mean, he's the, he's the number one guy in Hollywood. So, yeah. But to go to a concert and actually sit down and, you know, and enjoy the night in such a huge concert, because I believe the guy's still seven, I think he had a seven, uh, seven, seven different shows. Caught, I believe I caught him right in the middle of the last, one of the last maybe three shows, which is huge. That's a lot. That's a lot of work. A lot of money, too, of course. But moving on, just want to you know stress that point that the music, the beat in that particular music can do can do you some good if you allow it. Help you move your bones a little bit better. Anyway, as I said, try it out. You may feel it, too. But to move on with the show as regards to the news and politics, just simply put, just in my opinion, of course, the mindset seems to be battling over just, the, you know, battling with each other and at each other. And, you know, to go along with that, it seemed like in today's times the bar is raised. And the type of raising that it's doing, from what I see, anybody can rise with it. Or watch it. You know, or sit there and simply watch it rise. Also, I feel the line is being made regarding what you stand for. You see? So, and they're pouring that into politics, from what I see. It's like a, it's, I heard a statement on uh, the news. A young lady says she went to a convention where the, both sides may be at this particular convention that they have, you know, they hold this type of deal, this convention every year. She said, but this year the engagement was at a low. People were sort of afraid to uh, go in with each other because of uh, so much backlash and, you know, oppositions and, uh, hell, riots. Level three, level four behavior. You know, which San Quentin, Folsom type behavior out there on the, the front lines of politics with the voters. So that's what it seemed like to me. A line is being drawn and made regarding what you stand for. Are you standing over here or you standing over there? More so. It's always been like that, of course, but more so now, even before you say a word or if you say a word, come out one way, I know you over here. If you come out another way, okay, you're standing over there. And your expression, attitude, and everything that go along with it. It's a big fight going on. There's a lot of love going on out there. A lot of love, I'm seeing it. Pouring out. A lot of hate going on. That's what most people are talking about, the hate. You hear people talking about the hate more than the love, because in my opinion, of course, the hate seems to get a better buzz. The shock and awe, if you will. Steal that from old Bush. Yeah. So it's good to know where you're at, where you stand, you know, if that's what if that's you know what you're in it for. Or like me, like I say regarding politics, well, you're Republican, Democrat. No, I go with the Lakers. I'm with the Lakers. 
LeBron's here now, too. So, no, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I'm a Laker guy. I say that because, to me, it's all a game. And the way it lines up in my mind is whatever you're doing over there, Republican, be it Republican or Democrat, you're doing it. It affects me. True. I'm not saying any the things they say and do don't affect me because I buy gas every day. I'm at the gas station every day. So a lot of it. So, yeah, it affects me. It's high. It's high. I still have to buy it. So it affects me. But you're not telling me the rules on how you're playing the game back there in the back room when you're pushing buttons and making up numbers. Just like the Lakers, when they're making the plays on the side, you see, and they're looking at the board, no Luke Walton telling them go this way and point, and he's going to come over and cut and then throw it to him. They're not telling me that play. They're going to do it the next play to come out. It's like the politics, the politicians aren't telling me the next move they're going to make or the move they didn't make or the move they could have made or they, they're not informing me of the backroom stuff that goes on in any business. And politics has to be a business. It's America. It has to be a business. You can call it whatever you like, but it has to be a business. Or we wouldn't have it here in this country because that's what this country is based on. Business first. Good business or bad business. It's based on business. So. That's why that's where that belief system comes from for me, not saying everybody should get off and get on with the Lakers. Well, you know, not saying that at all. That's just for me. It works well for me. That way I can view it, look at it, not take a side, not uh, get a hot flash behind it. You know, anything else that'll get me reared up because I don't have a dog in a fight. Although what the dogs are fighting about affects me. It's just I don't I'm not emotionally invested or vested at all, period. And to add to that, you know, I got to say, seeking my own purpose. Life is very it's been very, 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 very important to me. And the reason why I say that, that allows me defines it for me. It allows for me to redefine myself. So that someone else is thinking about their situation or a situation doesn't bother me necessarily because I'm studying my own. You see, I'm studying my own when it comes to the podcast, when it comes to the music, when it comes to my children, when it comes to my life, when it comes to what I eat, when I come when it comes to God, when it comes to death. You see, I'm studying my own. I don't have to take your version or that version or the version that was left or the one that was sitting over in the corner I picked up and read and saw and okay, we try. I can adopt my own version if I study it. So that's what it takes for me to study. I'm a student of the game. I always have been. I've elevated myself. I'm self-taught in that regard. And I like to say, not that I've uh, invented the same, but I do like to say, that I have a master's because I was given the master's by the master. So with that being said, that allows me to, you know, study so that I'm able to redefine myself and say, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm made. I'm actually a made person because I don't fall in the gaps or the cracks and, you know, what's set up and everything. 
I can talk about the setup with you. I'm not going to fall into the cracks of the setup because it's a, it's a thinking, it's a belief system to even fall in, to buy in. The buy in is to to is to believe. That's the buy in. I mean, it can be on all levels or any level because it's my study for my life. And that's how important it is. And at the same time, I want to have a great time while doing it. So I got to attack some things to pull them up off me if I want to change and say I'm made and get myself made and get better and be a better man and pull a better man up out of me. So the self-hate got to go first that I adopted and got from somewhere. Got to find out where I got it from, uncover it, discover it, and then discard it. So I got to find out the self-hate. Do I have it? If you do, where'd you get it from? What is it? How do you have it? What form? How does it come out of you? So I had to get rid of it. And the way I got rid of it is I had first I had to unbelieve it. After find discovering it, my own self-hate, mine. Not like generally speaking, this is me, the way I did it. Everyone has a separate journey. Your journey may be another way, but you know, the illustration of this is to recognize it. That's the whole thing. And then it'll be it, see, once you recognize something, just for me, the way it happened. It's easier to attack or it's easier to discard or extract, you know, like a tooth. Wiggle it a couple of times because you see it now. <laughs> there you go. And you can pull it out a lot easier. That's the name of the game. So I had to rid myself of the self-hate. And how I did it was I had to unbelieve it. I have a strong belief system on what, how I stand on particular things. So I had to unbelieve that. I have to unbelieve quite a few things. Not saying I'm going to live in a fantasy land or I don't believe that. Not just like that's light. I had to study. To be able to unbelieve something because a belief system sometimes is like locked in. You know, it's like. A, it's a system, see, stronger. It's a system. So, you know, usually a system is stronger than the individual, which it is. I mean, it's a system. So the belief system. I'm not saying I just. Blinked and, you know, being is gone. Now, guess what? I think like a Buddhist. No, not like that. It's nothing to do with religion at all. The thing is, I had to unbelieve that because I went, you know, went to prison, I was worthless. And because I was black and grew up in the ghettos of Chicago, my worth wasn't that much. And just not just and hearing it helped as well. But I had to actually take on the unbelief of it. Like, you know, convince myself that I'm better than what I thought, not what someone else thought, not that. That's part of the belief, but it's based on what I think stemming from what someone else may have said out there, whatever. But, you know, this show ain't about a, it's not a blaming show. This is Discovery Show. In fact, if they didn't have the name, I would call it Discovery, but I can't do it. So we keep calling it Get Made. And you can call in too. 888-627-6008. If you have a burning desire you want to talk about, we're open. We're willing. The thing is, with that unbelieving, a real important point I want to make again is that it's not that I had to switch because I don't want to get the wrong people get the wrong impression about the religion when I said that not Buddhist or whatever just to throw that in 
nothing to do with religion. This is a thinking process, how I feel about me. I have to look at myself first, as I do every day. You know, from my eye, I told you, a Tarantino look. That's why I love Tarantino films like Pulp Fiction. He gives you the same shot from four or five different angles. <laughs> the same scene. Now you're looking at her back, and now you're looking at Samuel's the forehead. Now you're looking at it from his shoulder. So I had to look at it that way from many different sides and stand in the middle of it while I'm looking at it. So that's how I was able to study my own behavior. I needed to see what I saw and what I thought I saw. I needed to see what I think and what I perceive other people may see. Because all of it plays into me unbelieving it for me. And my feedback was, I can remember, my feedback was what your, I believe what your impression of you may, of me may be after I display this new thinking, just, just display of it. You know, this new crown, if you will, that I, you know, acquired for myself. Because, you know, when I'm made, you know, I, I, get deserve, I deserve to put the crown on. You know, if I got a new thinking, if I got a better thinking, that's the prize for me. You know, I get, you know, I get to crown myself with that. With that new made thinking. And so. I'll tell you what that made thing back to being being made on that particular note, my brand of own when I say, you know. I'm studying my own. My particular brand of own is get made and. You know, just thinking about that just while I was saying it, that's about to get an infusion, if you will. And it's a beautiful thing. Because that's what it's about. It's about growth. It's about seizing the opportunity. But it's about also, in my opinion, of course, discovering myself. I mean, even to a point of, uh, like I said earlier, death. And I heard this. One of my brothers said, <laughs> made a statement to me. He's like, the penalties of living life to an old age, you know, it's severe illness, dementia. You know, our mom and other people we know that's in, you know, in our family circle and so forth. And it's just something. That is a good, that's a perception, not even a good perception or a bad perception. That is a perception to have because you can look at it, if you're perceiving it that way, as a penalty of living to an old age. If you're, you know, ill, if you have a severe illness or dementia, as my mom, rest in peace, suffered from, etc. But on another note, at a feel-good time and a feel-good age, not having it, well, what's my what's my combat? What we got? What what am I working with? What, what what's available? <laughs> what should I do? What could I do? What can I do? You see, so I heard that when he said the penalties of living life to an old age could be one of those things, and that's that's a perception or. 
being that I heard it, let me do all I can to try to catch it from the front, if that's going to be the case. In my opinion, I don't feel that's the case at all. But the thing is, no one ever knows. So is there some type of preparation I can do? Can I do things differently to meet this head on and meet it another way and so have a different outcome? Is that is that possible? Because now so many things are available. We have so many different options, the way we can eat. what type of exercises we can do. They've made things easier, more convenient out there with the push of a button, you know, a play of the app and so forth. It can uh, empower you to motivate you on an app or a computer screen or a phone screen for that matter. So that's a good thing. And so to take advantage of that, so I won't be penalized should I be graced to live a very, very old age. I mean, a lot older than what I am now. So so I won't feel penalized. I can sit back and say, yeah, I'm 99 years old and still swinging around in the chair saying something on the mic if they're doing that, unless they're doing it in another futuristic way, and hopefully I can be on it. <laughs> but, you know, don't want to take it too far. But I'm saying I can look at it that way because I've heard the penalties. It was said to me that way of living life to an old age of severe illness, dementia. And my experience, I'd say that's been correct. I've seen people in my family and others that have experienced that. But to hear that now, can I catch that in the front and do something with that statement? Can I work with it? And by the grace of God, I'm already at the point of eating, you know, the best I can, exercising and so forth. It was just a new study back to the news. They was talking about just a newfound study, which is old to me. But they said it's a new study that exercising in short keeps you living longer. <laughs> so that's a good thing, I guess, if you didn't know it. But more importantly than that, because most of us should know that with all the commercials on TV, AARP, everybody walking and running doing step, climbing the stairs, doing something everywhere on the news, wherever you look, somebody's doing something. So exercise is the key. That's showing us every day. But what got me even more in reference back to news and people and just uh, to, you know, weave it all together. And the way I'm going to put it, nobody's going to like to hear it that way. Probably I don't like to hear it that way either, but it's the way I see it. You have willing slaves at our border. Now, that's my opinion. And to me, willing slaves to define that mean I'm, I'm willing to work below minimum wage or you, what, what you got to come out of this situation, which is understandable. Hell, I don't blame them. I used to work for 21 cents an hour. I've done that before. So I'm grateful that if I'm making 12, when I was making 10, 9, 10, 11 dollars an hour out here after being released from being incarcerated, after making 21 cents an hour. You don't know how happy I was with that 10, 12, $11. And I've had millions, not to brag of most part of the story. That's what I went to the feds for. So happy as a lark with that 10, $12 an hour. But that 21 cents an hour had to give me that. See? So I'm going to say it again. It's of my opinion, we have willing slaves at our border. What are we going to do with that? 
See, because we're talking about letting them in, not letting them in, this, that, the kids, the whole separation, everybody's saying so. Democrats saying one thing, Republicans saying the other thing. But what nobody's saying is we have willing slaves at our border. I'm here in Los Angeles. If you ride through this city, you see a whole lot of stuff. I see it all. And at our border, we have willing, that's the word, slaves. That's the other word, because I'm willing to come over and just work for whatever you got, whatever you do, whatever you want. What you got? Going to stay? Okay. That's a willing slave there. Until I can get better, until I see a change, or I can make a move, or whatever I can do, like everybody else. But the key, the word is willing. Willing. Let me get over up in there. What you got? Fold something up. Or sweep something. Or whatever. Whatever you got, I can do it. Clean something. It doesn't matter. All the things. You know, all the things. You know the list better than I do, whoever's listening out there. You got a better list than I do. All the things, that's my list, they're willing to do are at the border right now. And a friend of mine said, oh, you mean the ones from Guatemala? I don't, wherever. Doesn't matter. They're at the border, wherever they're from. Because not where they're from, is where they're trying to get. So that's the way I see it. That should be the caption at the bottom of the screen. Then they would start waking people up where we can really hear them. Willing slaves at our border. Because if I was at that border with them, I would be a willing slave to come into a country to work. If I'm having troubles that they're having, like they're saying they're having over there, let me in. Well, we can only give you $3 an hour. Damn, that much? Okay, come on. Come and get it. I worry about where I'm going to live later. So I've been, on, I've been living in the caravan. So just let me get the three. Let me see how many hours I can get put in and see if I can multiply that three by a lot, a lot of hours, and I can work with that. See, that's where they're at. And I would be right there with them if I just put myself in their shoes. Not so hard for me to do. I can think it through, and I'd be the same way. But the truth of it is, what I see, and my truth is, I see willing slaves on our border. And then the question that fell behind that for me was, what are we going to do with that? capitalistic country not talking about it i'm part of it i'm a capitalist give me a shot so willing slaves at our border what are we gonna do with that see because some of the same type of people they're holding at the border i'm through beverly hills i'm riding through Air all the time i see them all they're the only ones catching the bus up and down sunset See, everybody else is rolling, the black car, the Ferrari, or whatever they're driving. Rolls, Bentley, you see it all up and down that street. They're the only ones on the bus stop catching the, I don't know, Sunset, I think, is the number seven. The number seven bus, east, not west, east, towards East Hollywood, East L.A., and so forth. So I get it. And I'm all for it and support it if that's what it needs. If it needs support, I'm all for it. But we have willing slaves at our border. It's a cruel word. It's a cruel term. The way to put it, I'm not being cruel. It's just what I saw. Willing for slave wages. Willing slaves at our border. Below minimum wage. Way low. 
for right now. Yeah. So in today's times, as I say, the bar is raised. So anybody can rise with it or watch it rise. Also, as I said to you earlier, the line is being made regarding what you stand for. See, because even with a moral compass, I told you before in other shows, if you were listening, it's a new day. They got some moral compasses out there. Now they're adjustable. You can move them around. It's a new moral compass out there. You can move it as needed. Click it over a few more. Click. I wouldn't stand for that before, but hey, shit, what the fuck? Click, click, click. Just click it over three, four more times. Okay, I'm with it now. My, corp, my compass is over here. I just suggested it. Let's do it. Whatever it is with the thinking and, the, you know, the belief. So that's just my opinion on that. You know, I wish them all the best in the families being separated and so forth. Those are people. we got people feeling different ways about the situation. And you got some people saying one thing and feeling another. A lot of faking going on because nobody really want to pop their head up and be exposed one way or the other, it seemed like. I don't know. But that's even getting more, I don't know, more strength, I guess. But that's the word. Yeah. Yeah. That's an ugly look. But, you know, there's a situation I spoke about on the previous shows in reference to the children, because I drive quite a few people here in Los Angeles and the surrounding areas, and that topic comes up a lot because, you know, I have children as well as grandchildren. And, you know, when I was inside, especially, you know, in different places, I've saved quite a few youngsters from getting their head took off. It's just a pitiful thing because they don't know what the hell's going on. They don't know the level of the drama that they were facing, looking right in their eyes at, at times. And he may be the toughest guy in the world on the street with a gun, MAC-10 with 30-round grip and everything else. But when you're up against the person, people is trying to gut you in a vicious way. I mean, you got that's something you got to be ready for and hurry up and get ready for. Sometimes you don't have the time to get ready for it. It's, that's another that's that's an animal. So yeah. So the kids, no matter what kids, it's good, bad, indifferent, doesn't matter. I think about them a lot because as I said, not that so much I'm gonna say everyone deserves a chance. I feel that too. It's just that if you gave everyone a shot, at least a chance, one chance, you never know what the power you could be giving to a person, one person. So we need to give them a shot. And that's what I was, that leads to me saying what I'd said in the previous show about a swift kick in the ass or a kick in the ass is a life lesson. Don't trip, don't panic, it's just a kick in the ass. For any kid that's going through anything in school or, you know, any bullying or anything like that, because in his mind, the guy who's fed up and gave himself a case of the fuckets, he's ready to do everybody over somebody dissing him, or bullying him, or whatever. And that's just his solution that he came up with. That, Like you hear, yeah, he was crazy. Yeah, he was crazy to me, 
But to himself, he wasn't crazy. He decided to do something, load the gun, clip it up, got the picture, I'm make sure I kill this son of a gun here, and got it all, and then proceed to go where he's going to do it and did it, pulled it off. I'm talking about premeditation at its highest form. So I don't sound crazy to me. Sound like a well-executed plan. It's crazy coming from me. I'm looking at him saying, yeah, he's crazy. But he doesn't sound like he, no. He made a choice. Bad one. Very bad. The worst you can make. But still, he made a choice. Cold case of the fuckets. Bad case of it. So it's like, back to the music. With the music, a lot of the youngsters are listening to the music. Lil John, Lil Baby, Lil This, Lil That. Lil Dirk, Lil Smirk, Lil Zans, Lil Mans. Doesn't matter. Cardi B, the Migos, who I just mentioned to, mentioned Drake, the rest of them, Travis Scott, all of them, doesn't matter. Including Kanye West. And the point I'm making on this is the message, the message that we're giving to the children, I feel, and that, <laughs> I don't know. The messages that they're receiving from us as adults, educators, and so forth, is so freaking watered down, they can't hear it. In other words, they're hearing the messages from Drake, the Migos, Lil Wayne, not to say anything bad or good about it. Whoever else is out there on the stage or you know, on the stream or wherever they're at, and then not to mention the underground stuff. Plenty of content out there. So the messages that they're giving them, they're hearing that louder than they're hearing the messages that they're hearing from uh, the educators and hell, to a point, even um, your parents. Because with this new culture and just uh, the new day that we're in, People talking about the new world, the new world order coming. If you're old, it's already here. <laughs> it's already the new world order for me. So, you know, I check my newness all the time. Not to stay part of I want to be in the new world order. Please let me in. No. To be abreast. So I won't, you know, fall in any holes while I'm walking out there. I want to know where I'm going, what's going on. What's the beat? And that's my point. It's like the kids are hearing that louder than what they're hearing from the supportive side as far as the adults and educators. And that, I feel that gives them a sense of they feel they have to fend for and defend themselves when they go out on these marches and so forth. We're talking a bunch of just watered down stuff. So they have to go out and do it for themselves. And you know, and I know they're not qualified for that. Although... They have to hurry up and make themselves qualified. You see, so that's, I feel that's the lend and support they need is some real shit told to them from the other side, not politically speaking, but from the other side, because they're getting it through the music. And music is life. It's another language that's universal. It's, you, I can hear a, a cut from London. I don't have to like the guy go buy him or anything, but I can get it. I can feel it. If I hear it here and not knowing if the guy speaking French or whatever, I've heard uh, several rappers from overseas 
I don't have to know what he's saying. Jamaicans, Spanish rap, that they're infusing it in the rap and the music with Cardi B and the rest of them out there today now. That's why they're doing it. You don't have to know what the hell he's saying. And bolat and bolat and bolat and bolat. You don't have to know what he's saying. It's it's in there. It's, it's part of it. So it's just part of the beat. So, but it's a it's a separate universal language. And if they're hearing that, the beat to that drum is louder than the beat to the drum that, as I said before, the educators and the adults and the people who are leading the way are giving them. You're going to be drowned out. We've been saying different messages since don't use drugs and all the other crap to students and kids for years. That I mean, I'm not going to say it don't do any good. Somebody, somebody's going to hear it. But the messages from the other side are far louder, even if they're not posted, even if you can hear them. They're far louder because it's what the kids go to after they leave school or leave home and go around the corner with the kids and spend the night with their friends and so forth. The stuff they talk about and do and see when they're not around you. That's the other side. That's the side that gets their full attention and gets the, you know, the interest of what's that? What are we going to do? And how do you do this? And, you know, that. So that. We got to know what we're up against as far as adults and children and so forth, you know, and and handing it down, whatever we're handing down to them. We got to know what we're up against first. Nobody talks about it. It's part of the culture. It's part of the new thinking. So just in my opinion, I'm going to take on the opportunity. It's it's coming to me, whereas... uh, I'll give an opportunity to speak to some of these children and just give them, hopefully give them another version that will come across where they can get it and feel some stuff. Because, you know, I can look back and, 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 and look at my own life in the past. And at times, not many times, but at times I probably have felt that I couldn't, I was misunderstood or nobody could really get, I can't relate or whatever. So I had to go where I feel that they they get it over here. And that's I mean, it's, I liken that to the same things that I'm watching t- today because everyone's trying to belong to something, to be a part of something, especially with the youngsters. I drive quite a few of them, and they, they want to belong. You know, like a sense of wanting to be loved through his peers or through their peers. So that's what a willingness to do this and try this and do that and stuff like that. So I don't know. And I talked to quite a few youngsters and I'll tell you something. It's a smart bunch. This new age kid today, very sharp. Very sharp. It's just that, you know, with that, it's like, uh, What are you what are you eating? What are you feeding him? Some BS? Because if you're feeding me some BS, I'm gonna spit it out and spit it up. I don't want it, and I'm gonna find my own food. And that's what I feel like that what they're doing today is going out just finding their own. Because they have it's many different cultures within the culture here in Los Angeles. Like, for instance, if you go to Silver Lake or Echo Park, it's a whole nother deal. It's like hipsters and you know, different type of youngster. 
if you go on Sunset, it's a jet set type of youngster. You know, and they they they're talking about a lot more money and just you know, it's just a diff the differences in that. But it's all one culture. They understand some of most of the same things, and that's the, in my order. That's the new world order. That's the new age the, in the thinking and in, in, in the doing. And it's to a point like nothing surprises you. So my point is the takeaway I want to give and make sure people get who's ever listening to this podcast is you don't have to be a part of something to get it, but it's something you definitely want to get so that you can stay adjusted. As That's what I want to say. So that you'll be able to Stay adjusted because it's, it's constantly moving. And then in these things, you have. Um, we can't talk enough about Trump. He's a line pusher. He's pushing a line. He pushes a financial line and he pushes it with big shoulders. He's not concerned about what he's saying. And that you deal with that. That's what he's saying. You deal with what I'm saying, because all the people who support what I do, they don't care about that. What I'm saying. So you deal with what I'm saying. I'm not going to deal with it. I'm over here doing this. The next thing. And that's the agenda there from what I see, of course. And uh, it's like-minded people that line up with that. And then it's like-minded people that, uh, I mean, dislike-minded people that, you know, oppose it. That's lined up on the other side. Doesn't necessarily have to be a fight in it, but does have to be a winner and a loser. So that's what we're looking at right now. And, um, you know, I'm sure more will be revealed on a daily basis in reference to this. But more important than the politics and Trump and Kanye and slavery and all the other stuff is the children with that kids shooting kids in school as well as in the neighborhoods with the gangs and all that. That's like a, a big why you need to be put. With the kids in school, that's the why, I feel, the bullying. With the neighborhoods and the gang killings and all that that was going on in Chicago and other places that they don't talk about as much because Chicago has so much going on, that's gonna that's gonna have to bring a profit to help with that situation because that's gonna be a, a messy cleanup. I can tell you that up front. That's gonna be a messy cleanup. It definitely needs to be cleaned up, but you're gonna have to bring a a profit to help with that because it's that's not an easy task at all. Can't say enough about it. It's going to take more than once. Going to take all of us to assist in that situation. Not just there. If it can be helped, if the situation can be helped, it'll take more than just that one person. So that in itself is just. Uh, you know, something to uh, stay tuned for, because, I mean, in any area that you can help give a guided word to a, a child in reference to getting over some stuff so that he won't go back to his own and, and spin out of control doing something stupid. That's a huge blessing. That's a benefit. If you can give that to a, a kid or a person, and the person you may be speaking to or talking to you may not even realize that they need it, and that person may not even know that they need that at that time. 
But anytime, if you know, the takeaway I want also to be taken away from today's show is uh, whatever you can do to aid and assist a child as far as giving them some information in reference to dealing with a situation or a problem, you know, solution for a situation or a problem, anytime you can tell them that you don't have to, you know, turn that way as far as going back to school to kill some other kids. It's just a good thing, even if you feel that kid doesn't qualify for that. Because to me, none of them does. The, the two that killed them recently don't qualify. If somebody else, if you ask somebody else, they're going, no, they're nothing like that. No, they're very good kids. Yeah. See, so none of them qualify. That's why all need to be told, because nobody qualifies. So, yeah, yeah, just uh, that's just a big thing that I can't stress enough about. And I feel we need to do more as much as much as we can. And yeah, just uh, I can't say that enough. And uh, my heart bleeds for that. But I want to take the opportunity while I bag out of the show, plan my cut system. I want to thank any and all for joining us this week. And I ask that you continue to listen to the show. Check out the other shows on the um, site, the Get Made Global. Tell a friend. Take care of yourself out there. Those around you. Peace.